Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, and welcome to Newsweek's Parting Shot, your dose of everything pop culture. I'm H. Allen Scott. On today's episode, I'll be chatting with the one, the only, Idris Elba. I mean, when you speak with Idris Elba, even if it's a short conversation, it's like, you're speaking with Idris Elba. Like, how? That's insane. There's just, he's Idris Elba. And I was so honored to be able to chat with him. We chatted about two of his movies that are coming out this month, Beast and 3,000 Years of Longing. We also talked a little bit about The Office. So this is going to be a fun one. Idris Elba, need I say more? Go on, grab a snack, because I'll be right back. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. When I think of Idris Elba, I think of um, me feeling safe. I also think of a whole range of emotions that, you know, one might feel when they see Idris Elba on screen. I won't go into great detail about those emotions because it could veer into territory that is borderline inappropriate. And I also feel like I'm going to see him save the day. You know what I mean? I'm going to see him conquer something. And that is exactly what he does in his film Beast. Now, Idris Elba plays Dr. Nate Daniels, and he it's I can't even describe it. He fights a lion. He he if anyone's going to go up against a lion, it's going to be Idris Elba. He plays Dr. Nate Daniels and it's him and his two daughters in the film going on a uh, sort of a game reserve in South Africa to get over sort of the loss of their mother and Dr. Nate Daniels wife um, just heal that loss a little bit. But in the process of healing that loss, Dr. Nate Daniels, Idris Elba, comes across an insane lion. And what happens, it's like, the film is a lot like Jaws, but with a lion, and it's just beautiful to watch because it's in South Africa, and it's just, it's wonderful. And it was wonderful to chat with Idris about that because I had to be like, if anyone's going to fight a lion, yeah, I want Idris Elba to be the one fighting a lion. 
He also has another great film coming out this month called 3,000 Years of Longing. It co-stars Tilda Swinton, and he plays a genie-like character who helps guide Tilda Swinton's character in lots of different ways. It's, it's, it's a film that was you know prolonged because of COVID. It had a lot of setbacks because of COVID. So it's finally coming out, and it's all both films are being released a week apart. So this is officially the month of Idris Elba. And of course, I couldn't have a chat with Idris Elba go by without asking him about one of my favorite, favorite shows of all time, The Office. And his he had a short stint on The Office, but it was a pretty iconic stint. It's, it's just uh, he, the things he says about The Office just warmed my heart. Hey, look out the window. Welcome to my party, guys. Thank you so much for having us. This is my chance to reconnect with the girls. I can see all Did mom shoot some of these? This little bump right here? That's you. I still miss her every day. What's that? There's something crossing up ahead. Keep the girls in the car. Stay in the car, okay? Just stay in the car. But I... Diaboro. Okay, what's he saying? Diaboro means devil. I've never seen anything like this. I'm coming back. Hi, how are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm good. Living the dream. Good, wonderful. Well, I the film was great, and I as I was watching it, the whole thing I thought was like, if anybody can take on a lion, it's going to be Idris Elba. Like it has to be <laughs> Idris Elba. <laughs> what about the film did you enjoy most? Uh, I enjoyed the whole process was enjoyable in terms of you know discovering the script and figuring out why I wanted to do it. Um, all of that definitely was sort of enjoyable. Uh, because I felt like there was definitely something unique about it. Listen, you know, you know, we've seen Jaws, we've seen, you know, man hunts, animal hunts, um, um, human in many different ways, but the dynamic of the family, um, you know, going through something like this together was, uh, felt unique. Um, you know, going to Africa and being amongst, you know, a, an environment that is so beautiful to look at and real, but it's a survival film with an African-American family. Uh, culturally, I felt like something that we hadn't seen before. So, you know, the whole process was enjoyable. Making the film was difficult in times. Um, as I say, we were, we were in the environment and the environment is quite isolating, but that's mm -hmm. part of the story. So that was quite difficult in times. But other than that, it was great, man. You know, I feel like, you know, uh, we've put a movie together that feels like a cinema movie, an old school, nostalgic yeah. popcorn movie. Yeah, it feels I mean, you mentioned Jaws, and that's what I was thinking about during the entire film was that this does feel very much like a Jaws where it sort of plays on, you know, you go on vacation, you go on a trip, you go somewhere, you do the things that you're you think are fine. And then it just it, you put your guard down and things go crazy. And that's what this film really plays on this like yeah. sense of comfort that we have. Did, did that sort of appeal to you? Did that excite you? 
Yeah, it definitely excited me. You know, that's what we go to, you know, escapist theater or film for is to just get that sense that, you know, um, we're, we're there and, and, and we're uh, away from ourselves and our real lives for a second. Um, and I, you know, I, I really um, in, enjoy that aspect of, of, of being a filmmaker is that, you know, we can create these environments that people can escape in. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of proud of that this film sort of semi-achieves that. I don't want to say semi-achieves that. It goes out to achieve it. Obviously, the proof is in the pudding. The audience will tell me if, if we've, we've achieved it. But from us as yeah. filmmakers, we feel like, yeah, we, 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 we took, we're going to take an audience on an experience. Yeah. And the, the two actresses that play your daughters, you know, Ayana and Leah, they are fantastic. It's like the dynamic between you and them is just so perfect. What, how did they enhance your performance? Um, well, uh, I guess they, you know, treated me like their father, I guess. Um, <laughs> and we spent so much time together in close proximity and, you know, doing lots and lots of running around. We actually went through that, even though there was no real lions. We actually went through that as a, a team of actors and became a family. Um, they are very sort of emotional and honest in their text and definitely pushed me to try and be as real uh, as I can be and, and relatable as a father to them and the audience, hopefully. And so it, it was great. You know, we, we, we had a good time getting to know each other and, and running away from this lion together. Yeah. Yeah. And that was definitely the exciting parts. Definitely. Uh, what, like, what about, I mean, visually also the film is incredible. And you mentioned that, that you, uh, you, you shot on location in South Africa outside Cape town, correct? Yeah. We, we, we were in a few locations in South Africa, Cape town being one Limpopo being another. We, yeah, we, 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 we traveled about a bit. And what was it like? I mean, South Africa is such a beautiful country, and it's and the film really amplifies that in a lot of ways. What was it like filming on location in South Africa? Um, I mean, you know, South Africa is beautiful. Uh, at the time we we were there, it was very much um, winter, so you know, it's cold. Believe it or not. Um, but you know, they call South Africa God's country. That's what they call it there. Because when you look around, like the vista is in, unbelievable. The, like the, 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 the environment, the, the sky, the sunshine, the, the landscapes, really, really beautiful. Um, and it's a great filmmaking country. You know, they have a, a long history of making films there. So the crews are really good, efficient, um, people are really polite and nice and make you feel very special. Yeah, it. I mean, it definitely felt like in a lot of ways that the film was not so much a love letter, but like the, the way it visually sort of displayed the South African sort of countryside in a way was, is 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 kind of, I don't know, it, it, it made me want to like watch more South African films in a lot of ways, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I get that. You know, I, I've been making films in Africa quite a, for, for a long time. Um, and you know, Mandela was a film that I made there, of course. And every time I get to go back to South Africa, I always feel like, you know what? I should buy a house here. I like, I always feel like that. 
because yeah. it really is uh, um, so comfortable. Um, but definitely, you know, when, if you ever get a chance to go, man, you should go check it out for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, the, I've been to South Africa before, but my biggest regret is I didn't go on like a safari type, you know, uh, sort of nature conversation adventure at all. Like I hadn't done anything like that. And that's probably my biggest regret about not seeing more of South Africa in that way. Yeah. 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 Um, it's, yeah, yeah. You, you, you mean that if you ever get an opportunity to go back, definitely do that. Uh, not, not least to see the beautiful animals that you can see the big five and all in their natural environments, you know, um, that's really, really, really special. Yeah. But after this film, I'm definitely going <laughs> to second. Guess uh, that's good. Going. I'm going to tell the tourism board that, Hey, you guys need to, you know, look out for my people who are going to come and see South Africa. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Well, I just have two more questions for you. So August is definitely sort of your month, both with this film, but then you also have another film, a really exciting film coming out called 3000 years of, of, of longing. And it's, I mean, that's a long time in the making that, that film it's been years because of COVID and setbacks. What's it like for that to finally be coming out? Yeah, it's, it's, it's great. Actually. Um, you know, you're right. It's taken a long time. Um, we made that film during the height of the pandemic and, uh, it's very difficult, but took a long time to do. It's quite an actual um, painstaking film to make. It's very intricate, very um, detailed. Even though it's quite simple, but it's it's really it was a difficult film to make. Um, and it's very different from Beast. Like it's very different. Yeah. So I'm excited to see, you know, what the reaction is to that film and Beast because it, again, it's like very different for me. Yeah, um, and to be. To be doing two films in the same, having them both come out within the span of a couple of weeks. What is it like to like be promoting two very different films? <laughs> um, yeah, you, I guess it's 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 different. It's it's um, you know, I I love that people can sort of respect that. I don't like to play one style of film or one style of character. And so it feels quite good to be able to say, you can see this, but also you can see this. And they're very, very different. I mean, that's, that's a gift for any actor. So, um, yeah, I definitely feel like, you know, um, I feel proud, I guess, to be able to have two different styles of film come out at the same time. Definitely. Definitely. Well, my last question for you, and this is more of a, a personal question from, um, I think me and my boyfriend than anybody else, but the, yeah. how often do you get asked about the office? Because I mean, I've loved a lot of your films, but your stint on the office is like, was like life changing in a lot of ways. <laughs> well, so like, crying. do you, do you get asked about that a lot? Um, you know, recently, so, so somehow like maybe in the last two years, so, you know, maybe they did reruns. I wasn't quite sure, but I got suddenly this big spike. I think I was actually trending on some social media for the office. And I was like, huh? People remember me from the office. And, <laughs> and, and then, you know, it, I mean, it slowed down now, but for a while there was quite a big sort of trend um about it you know people were like uh yeah man you should uh you know tell us tell us more you should you should bring um charles minor back 
And so yeah. that was quite nice. It was actually a really nice feeling, but I don't speak about it very often, you know, not very it's often. It's because, I mean, what's so interesting about it, for me at least, is in your films and your whole film career, I mean, so many of the characters you've played, you're a boss, you're in charge, you're everything. You're the, you're the dude people are scared of or, or want to follow. Whereas in The Office, Mike, like Michael Scott is able to one-up you, which is like so opposite <laughs> what we expect from your films. And I think that's why a lot of people sort of respond to your character in that way, you know, because it's so different. Yeah, no, I, I listen, the truth is, is that, um, you know, I, I don't get to do much comedy. So when I get a chance to go up with Steve Carell, you know, I don't care if I need to one up him. I just want to, you know, find a way to be funny in this thing. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, it's a lot of fun for me to do that show. I actually missed it because I wasn't sure if people were going to. When I when it when it happened, it kind of came and went and no one made a big deal out of it. It was a big deal for yeah. me because I do some comedy, but, you know, no one really paid attention. But, yeah, to your point, you know, people who have seen it love it, really love it. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. And all the, the best of luck to you. Thank you so much, man. We'll speak soon. What do you think about when you hear Idris Elba speak? Let me know. You can, you know, let me know on social media. I'm at H. Allen Scott on everything, but keep it clean because, you know, it's nice. Uh, and thanks for listening to Newsweek's Parting Shot. If you liked what you just heard, please leave a little rating and review and consider sharing it on social media. And for more on the latest news and podcasts, head to Newsweek.com and follow Newsweek on all the social platforms. Until then, watch something fun and have a great day. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.